like I said before, there's three things the movie needs to be deployable. Dragons, <laughs> helicopters, deployable, and horses. Deployable. <laughs> this movie's got all three. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special Average J.J. podcast <coughs> presents Semen on Film. This is uh, one of my favorite projects that I do with some of my Navy buddies. Um, I just want to go around the room and, you know, give our audience a little introduction and, uh, and also answer the question, what is a deployment movie to you? Um, I'll start it off. My name is Adam Herrera. I'm a 10-year Navy veteran. And to me, a deployment movie has to have a couple of things. Um, you have to be, it has to be rewatchable for once. It has to be viral for a second thing. And then like, you know, you watch the movie and then you, that's all you're talking about it during lunch and stuff like that in the workshops. And then uh, number three, it has to be quotable. I think that's a big, uh, big part of being a deployment movie is you have to be, it has to be quotable. So I think that it hits a lot of like action and comedy movies that, that are going to be big deployment movies. Uh, Andy, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody what you think a deployment <laughs> movie is? Yeah, um, I'm Andy, I'm a six-year Navy vet. And um, yeah, I definitely agree. The quotable factor definitely classifies one type of deploy- deployment movie. Um, you know, having those kind of inside jokes or just kind of, running lines and scenes or whatever back at your friends and everything in the shops is is trademark but the other um category i'd say is that movie that you would only watch because you're on deployment you're in that bubble so it's like that movie you were kind of like lukewarm on that you would have waited for it to hit like the super station or something and uh you got nowhere else to be for a while so, uh, you know, one of the choices on site TV is this movie. So you put it on and uh, see what happens kind of things, you know, since you're a captive audience, you have no choice but to watch the movie. So I think that's the other type of deployment movie, the ones you wouldn't normally watch. Uh, Chris, introduce yourself and tell us what you think a deployment movie is. Thanks, Chris Mastrovecchio, Fire Controlman, Chief Petty Officer, United States Navy, retired. Uh, 20 years and two days I served in the United States Navy. <laughs> I was ready to retire at 15 years. That's where I was. Uh, my idea of a deployment movie is one, it has to be quotable that we always run around and we all say the lines or do the voices from the people in the movie as we walk past each other in the peeways. Um, that's always been it. and it's one of those it's like i probably wouldn't normally watch if i saw it on tv at home but since i am stuck on a ship you end up watching it and it ends up becoming surprisingly enjoyable say sex drive-ish uh before <laughs> we all matured and decided that we need to watch woody allen movies or rob reiner movies to laugh um things like that just it has to be quotable and something that uh you know your group of friends you're sitting on the mess decks and you're just saying shit somebody's talking shit and then somebody throws out a movie line from one of these deployment movies 
and it's something that passes the time. That's the main thing is yeah. something that go, gets into your subconscious and helps you pass the time just by, you can say it over the nets whenever Herschel's in the crow's nest and you're <laughs> standing watching combat and you're on net 54, things like that. Uh, Herschel. Uh, Herschel Mims, I'm a 27-year Navy vet. Uh, as a matter of fact, tomorrow is uh, the first anniversary of my retirement. So there you go. Do, do, do. Uh, in any event, I, I think everybody is correct. I mean, it's got to be quotable. Uh, I, I think the other piece, uh, for me at least, is it has to be riffable, if, if that's a word. Like you can sit there and just make fun of it while you're enjoying it. Um, and I don't, most of the deployment movies were movies I didn't want to have to think about a whole lot. I didn't want to put a whole lot of effort into it. I just wanted to be entertained. Uh, you know, I didn't want to watch Citizen Kane or even Zodiac on deployment, but Sex Drive or Borat. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's Mm -hmm. mind numbing. It's funny. It passes the time. If you're, if you're deployed, you're going to see it 90 times. Uh, so yeah, it, just fun, time killing, quotable, and riffable. That's that's a deployment movie for me. Joe. Oh, we can't hear Joe. Oh, was, oh. well, there you are. <laughs> uh, my name is Joe, and I did six years in the in the United States Navy. And uh, to me, a deployment movie is what Adam said for the most part. Uh, hit the nail on the head. You're rewatchable, and uh, I was it's like the ones that uh, that like everybody got together and watched, you know, you, you not when you're down there by yourself or something, but when like a movie comes on and randomly like, you know, 15 people are watching it. Like every spot on the floor is taken. Yeah. yeah everything's taken. Every inch of flooring, couch, standing all that. Room only. Yeah. Standing, standing room only to, to, to watch Step Brothers for the 40th time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, so I don't know what that would call gatherability. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, you know, and the and the to be able to to riff like like a scene, you know, because everyone knows how much it sucks to like be stuck painting in the you know nine hundred degree weather. But it makes it a little bit easier if you're able to go back and forth on one scene and yeah, semi pro or something. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Sabrina. Hi, I'm Sabrina, and I was in the Navy for a whopping four years, aviation side, so um, I still count, and I think a a movie, um, I think it has to be entertaining, but not something that is too deep, because like everybody else has been saying, you want to be entertained for a little bit and you don't want to have to think too hard. You want to be able to turn off your brain off just a little bit and you want to be able to walk away from it if you have somewhere to go, but you can stop and you can stare at a scene and get a little chuckle or a moment out of it and go about your day. So like throughout the years, we've had like some version of this movie club going on myself joe and andy started a podcast and then we kind of created this version of the movie club where we could record and put it out on youtube and i think i enjoy doing that because like we don't get as many people flaking out on our monthly movie discussions because i feel like 
we're doing we have a purpose now (laughs) (laughs) um with that being said i just wanted to go over how we we do our discussions uh first of all we we separated the categories between action comedy and horror and then free for all and and a free for all and then we got subcategories you know 80s 90s 2000s and 2010s uh we rotate hosts and then we random ge- randomly generate the category the host for that movie picks the movie we have one month to watch the movie and then um the host also assigns EMI or extra military instruction uh, season one consisted of a top five pertaining to the movie or genre we just watched, a recasting in the movie that we watched using modern day active actors. We give the movie a rating between one and five Dixie Cups. Uh, am I missing anything? No, I think one, I was ten. one in ten Dixie Cups. Oh, one in ten? Yeah, oh, I was yeah. like, that's confusing. Sorry. <laughs> you rate beers one through five. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's it. <laughs> Ratings in the show. We like what like to rate stuff. And then uh yeah. Rinse and repeat. And we did it about 16 times this last season with all the categories. What do you guys think of season one? I think it oddly worked out exa- you know, kind of how we thought it would in a weird way. Um serendipitously with the this final episode being the movie we were looking forward to all year oh yeah so uh let me explain (laughs) the carl urban there's nothing to explain we love carl urban well there's more to it than that um when we first started the podcast like before our very first recording this is me andy and joe uh we had a little like like half hour catch up because we hadn't talked to each other for such a long time but uh i think joe brought up dread and then we went on this carl urban rant where we were we were just discussing how much of a badass he was and how cool all his movies were like that and so that's been like a running gag between us and then when when we started the uh the movie club semen on film we thought uh we should just watch at least one carl urban movie per season so uh Chris, I know you're probably wondering why we always incorporating Carl Urban into everything. And I'm you probably want to get rid of them, but I don't think we are. <laughs> no, I think uh Herschel and I are in the same boat. Uh, maybe Curtis Armstrong, you know, maybe we can replace him with Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> William Zabka. <laughs> Zabka. Watch some Komodo or something. <laughs> so let me bring up um statistics our stats i'll tell you what i uh joe i still watch step brothers to this day and i still laugh every fucking time i do too i <laughs> do too i yeah it's still good have i have i shared with you guys the final stats of season one no, no. i don't believe so what's their highest all right so we'll start with overall we watched 16 films overall um this this left column is our average for that movie this right 
this column on the right is the uh, audience Rotten Tomato score. So we could compare ourselves to, and I, I chose the audience, not the critics, because, you know, right. critics, critics are lame. Don't count. Yeah, critics fucking think Naked Gun sucked. <laughs> and then uh, in the blue over here is the, uh, the overall average of the whole category. So as you can see, starting with, I'm going to go through the overall one by one, and then I'm going to ask you guys if it's a deployment movie to you. Um, so in the number one spot, we have Spaceballs. We gave it an average of 7.4, and the Rotten Tomato audience gave it an 83, which would be like an 8.3 on our scale. And uh, give me an I-I if you think it's a deployment movie, or a nay if it's not. Uh, Spaceballs, I think it's a I I, uh, Sabrina. I I, Andy. I I, Chris. I I, Herschel. I I, and Joe. It looks like an I I. Joe, thumbs up or something. I I. <laughs> we should all just sound off at once and yell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you guys want to add any comments about any of these movies at any times feel free uh on in the number two spot we have tango and cash we gave it an overall uh, average of 7.3 rt audience gave it a 52 um i'm gonna say i i for a deployment movie andy i i sabrina i i chris i i herschel oh i i and joe he gave it an i i <laughs> 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 Number three spot is Drive. We gave it a 7.3 average, and uh, Ron Tomatoes was a 79. And this is, well, I'll just say nay for a deployment movie. Sabrina? Nay. Andy? Aye, aye. Chris? Nay. Herschel? I, I would say good, but nay. Yeah. And then um, Joe? Hi, <laughs> um, You can see we haven't found our footing in how we rank yet because this is so high. This movie should be below the middle of the pack. And I also want to say that good movies doesn't necessarily make it a deployment movie. Yeah. No, yeah. not at all. That's, I agree wholeheartedly with uh, violence Judge in the Hershey alone. there. This one shouldn't have been higher movies. than Wedding Singer. I wanna, I wanna hear. Have been higher than Better Watch Out. Better Watch Out was better than Drive, I think. Oh. Since the majority was nay, I want to hear one reason why you guys gave it a ii. Well, I think it has a lot to do with the amount of violence that's in it. I think it's because you picked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well we're on that subject. I think Chris is shitting on it because I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> it so I have, I have a feeling that he's trying to tank me because I tanked his terrible movie. We'll get to it later, but you guys are going to watch Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, All right, I and think. No um, oh, yeah, I think uh, Drive. I mean, it's. I think it's a, it's kind of a sleeper hit in a way. Like, you kind of, you, it's easily dismissed, but there's really a lot of cool stuff kind of going on. The pacing's good. Um, I think it works. 
great and especially in that kind of um in the bubble scenario of, of being on deployment like you know you aren't going to watch it 35 times but if you hit it once a month it's still enjoyable and good you know i'm gonna say that i gave it a name mostly because you have to watch it yeah the last and is totally uh a... you have to pay attention to it and we all know on deployments we don't have we don't have that kind of time all the time well no and you're you're right man and i i don't think we mentioned it going around the room before but there's so much ambient noise on the ship. If you're trying to really, really pay attention to dialogue and what's going on, it's not just yelling and screaming and, and mayhem. It's it's hard to do. So if it's something that's really moody like that, it, to me, it's it's hard to enjoy on the ship. It, it really is. Point Good well movie, but, but just not on a deployment. Um, number four, we have The Life Aquatic of Steve Zisso. We gave it an average 7.3. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 82. Uh, as far as the deployment movie, I'm going to say nay. <clears throat> nay. Uh, Andy. Aye, aye. Chris? Nay. Herschel? I'm going to go aye, aye on that one. And Joe? Uh, he said aye, aye. I think he said aye. Did you say nay? Uh, <laughs> oh, I said nay. Okay. <laughs> You're having microphone issues, Joe. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Anyone, anybody want to support or defend their decision? Uh, Bill Murray. Life, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Bill Murray, uh, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> Owen Well, you know, and some, some comedy heavy hitters. Um, yeah, it's a little bit not really artsy, but it's a little niche, but it's also like, you know, I still love that. I still go back to the scene. Is that my espresso maker? Yeah, we <laughs> fucking stole it. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking, you know, good stuff like that. It's just kind of funny yeah. shit, you know. If you guys don't get off the ship, uh, you're going to have a real shit storm here, you know. Yeah. Certain great scenes that just they stay with you forever. I think that that's accurate but it's a nay for me just because it makes me want to sit around and continue to watch it <laughs> and that's not an own i keep wanting to say unemployment for some reason um, <laughs> instead of deployment uh <laughs> stuttering unemployment movie <laughs> it keeps, it's, a, it's not a deployment movie because i'm like where is this going where is this joke leading us to where it's the what is all this gonna happen next so for me it's a nay because that's i have to be able to get up and leave it at any time and i just want to say nay be, because like i think it's just going to go over too many people's heads and that's going to take away from that viral or that sensation yeah yeah that so that's that's why it's a nay for me but maybe it makes it more viral like you're going to try and like if you see it on you're gonna try and sit and watch it and even if you get called away then you're gonna be called back to it the next time it's on and you're gonna try and like you know even if you watch it in pieces you're gonna try and piece it together you're gonna you're gonna talk with you know your shipmates yeah. about you know yeah. there's too much gag. detail and i think it's too much yeah. it's i think it'll suck you in that's why I, it's not <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying oh, the gunfights gun are awesome in that movie <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
some of the best gunfights I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number five, we got Last Action Hero. We gave it an average of 7.2, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 47. As far as deployments, I'm going to say aye, aye. Sabrina? Aye, aye. Andy? Aye, aye. Chris? Aye, aye. Herschel? Uh, nay, just because of an action movie at over two hours. <laughs> yeah, that any movie over two hours is it's pain. It's painful for me. Yeah. Now these days. Yeah. Joe. Aye, aye. Okay. <laughs> Audio. Messed up. What? Go for it. <laughs> Audio. Messing up? Yeah. It keeps cutting. Yeah. You got to like up your mic gain or something, maybe. In the settings. Duh. I'm about to get you for Valentine's now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do uh what are those um the Yetis? Yeah. What are those fundraising schemes? So we can oh. get Joe uh in the the, well, there's a lot of them, but you GoFundMe and stuff. GoFundMe, yeah. yeah. Um at the number six spot is Raising Arizona. We gave it a average of seven point two. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a eighty-five. And as far as a deployment, I was thinking about my answer. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to say nay. Uh, Sabrina? Um, uh, I'm going to say nay because I have to think about it. <laughs> Andy? I, I would say, I think I'd say nay too. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll discuss it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris? Aye, aye. Herschel? Oh, that's that's a big aye, aye for me. And Joe? <laughs> thumbs up from joe split <laughs> we're all split on that one yeah i'll i'll start off the discussion with i i think it's a nay i think it's just a little too old and it's it's a little i don't know like a little too out there for for the boat to appreciate um i think that's how, think that's how i'm gonna go phrase it i think for me, it's just not an automatic II, so I just defaulted to nay. I'm not super. I don't have any strong feelings for or against it. I, I say II because uh, there's a nostalgia thing with it for me from the '80s. I had no idea who the Cohen brothers were when I was a kid, and now I do, and I know their style, and I know. As Andy said, with uh, Life Aquatic, there is a quirkiness. Yeah. But uh, just for the um, the biker from hell, Randall Tex Cobb, <laughs> shooting down, I, I would watch that part just for yeah. that. You know? I do love the chase scene. I, I, I mean, I think, I mean, it's, it's super quotable. Um, and, you know, I mean, anything Nick Cage, it, you know, you're getting one one swing of the pendulum one way or the other so i yeah, think because yeah. of that even being older people are going to go oh nicholas cage yeah that dude will make anything yeah, so <laughs> i just yeah and yeah if i say i i to a nick cage movie then you know there's more to it that i like if he hates him he absolutely <laughs> him. Yeah, i'm mean, more of a nicholas coppola fan <laughs> <laughs> i mean no, it's no renfield for you huh it's a good movie but it's kind of like not really that it's simple. I don't know. There's just kind of like there's not quite enough 
it's not it's gimmicky enough, but it. it is gimmicky. <laughs> yeah, not. I don't think it's a gimmick, but I think it's just like it's it's funny. It's not bad. I enjoyed it. It was just you know I'd watch it again for sure. But I think it's kind of like um, it's a, a very take it or leave it film, you know. So it's you know doesn't stand out so to speak like a automatic, I guess to the way Sabrina put it, you know. All right, moving on to the number seven spot. We have Smoking Aces. We gave it an average of 7.1, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 62. As far as a deployment movie, I'm going to say I.I. Sabrina. I.I. Andy. I.I. Chris. I.I. Herschel. I.I. Joe. I don't know if Joe's pregnant. I think he's buffering. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) There it was. I think you froze again. Oh, <laughs> <Yep. Aww. laughs> yeah. Smoking Aces, a uh, lot of great actors, ensemble cast, lots of violence. I mean, that's a deployment movie if I ever heard of one. Yeah, I uh, that thing's been on 150 more times since we watched it, and I haven't watched it once. So, deployment <laughs> movie, definitely. Yeah, well, it's got a lot of actors in it before they were really, really, really super popular, too. So, I think that's a big thing to just be able to walk by and go, Hey, is that was that Chris Pine? You know, and stuff like that. In the number eight spot, we have Event Horizon. We <laughs> gave it an average of 6.9, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 61. Uh, as far as a deployment movie, I don't know. Like, I don't re- recall seeing too many horror movies on the ship. So I'm going to say nay. Sabrina. I'm going to say aye aye. Andy. I'm going to say aye aye. Chris. Aye aye. Herschel. Aye aye. And Joe. I think that was a nay. It was a nay. Oh, it was a nay. It was a nay. I mean, I'm gonna go with the major. I'd go with the majority on this one, I guess, because I wasn't too sure. But don't flip flop. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, think I, uh... it's a, I think it's an um an a, I can't say the word tonight. Deployment movie. Um, yeah. because I don't even really like it that much, but I enjoy yelling at movies like that because it had lots of logical things that like why is he doing that why is he going that way like I can take out a lot of rage in a few minutes of watching that movie and uh I think that's very valuable on the ship yeah I uh, I say I I because uh the same shit that was happening in that movie actually happened on the aircraft carrier on a daily <laughs> basis <laughs> so. yeah yeah <laughs> Um, I think it's relatable. Yeah. Plus the, like it'll hit different when you hit that, like when you get right around hump day and everything else where you're like halfway through, you feel like you just stuck in this infinite loop of, you know, the rat race and everything else. And it just kind of, you start going a little stir crazy and it, it hits different. So I think it's definitely a deployment movie. Okay, moving on to uh, the number nine spot, we have Train to Busan. We gave. Hey, Adam, hold up. Yes. Judge Lethargic just said that his Wi-Fi is lethargic. 
<laughs> he had to change. Funny. He had to change AOL disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minutes were, minutes were up. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so old sometimes. Can we move uh, on? <laughs> yeah, I think we're back. I, I, is that my audio better? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. My my Wi-Fi is doing whatever it wants to do. It's I don't know. It's the Wild West down here. <laughs> Jackson Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes is close by making a TikTok or something. In the the number, I was gonna make that reference. In the number <laughs> nine spot. <laughs> is trained to Busan. We gave it an average of six point nine. Ron Tomatoes gave it an eighty-nine. As far as a is it a deployment movie? Unfortunately, foreign film, I'm gonna say nay. Sabrina. Nay. Andy. I'm going to say yay, or aye, aye, rather. <laughs> and you hated this movie. I yeah, can't I wait to come back. Circle back. <laughs> circle, we'll circle back. Chris? Nay. Herschel? Uh, good, but nay. And Joe? I'm going to say that this is a nay. Mm-hmm. Andy, let's hear it. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I was not a fan. Um, but at the same time, like at the end of the day, it's a fucking zombie movie and, you know, it's kind of pretty linear. Um, and sometimes you need that, that simple, you know, scenario to watch, like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and watch this zombie flick (laughs) and see interesting ways of like dealing with uh the the zombie apocalypse kind of thing you know and that's that's sometimes just enough to fall asleep to or whatever or, <laughs> or whatever it is you know it, it'll do it interesting yeah okay. in the number 10 spot we have the wedding singer we gave it an average of 6.6 ron tomatoes gave it a 80 and uh as far as is it a deployment movie I'm going to say I, I, Sabrina. Oh, I think for most people, this is an I, I, but if for me, it's a nay. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. I, I. Chris. I, I. Herschel. I, I. Joe. Wish it wasn't, but it's an I, I. <laughs> Same. I'm with you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Since I was the only nay, I'll just explain. I would probably see that it was on, roll my <laughs> eyes, and keep walking. That's the kind of movie this is for me. That's why you become <laughs> Julia Gulia. <laughs> <laughs> In the number 11 spot, we have Better Watch Out. We gave it an average of 6.2. Ron Tomatoes gave it a 64. Is it a deployment movie? I will say nay. Sabrina. Uh, I'd say aye, aye. Andy? I'd say nay. Chris? Aye, aye. Hmm. Herschel? Aye, aye. Whoa. Joe? I'm going to go nay. Split. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear some of the reasons for. For? Yeah. Or? Uh, I think it's... Why it's a deployment movie. It's got enough, like the scenes aren't so strong out that you can't just 
like you can get a little bit of different weird action in each one like you're going to see somebody's well see someone's head get smashed by a paint can or a kid get shot and yeah it's weird things happening so i feel like it it moves at fast enough a pace that i don't need to be invested in the story to understand that there's like cool hot babysitter and crazy psycho kid you know i don't know yeah if i'm on the mess decks and i see on the tv somebody's head got smashed by a paint can i want to say hey what movie is this somebody's gonna say oh it's better watch out i said i want to watch that next time it comes on in four hours (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it it was a good movie it was one of those new movies that i'm glad she found or um because i would have never found it i guess or never would have heard of it so yeah no it's it's a good one man it's it's just one of those it's it's in a nice, neat little package. It doesn't mm-hmm. take all day to watch. Uh, you can, like she was saying, you can kind of come in and out of it, and and you're good. It's it's violent, gross, home alone in a way, yeah. and you get the little twist, you know, uh, in there with with killer anything, killer kids, you know. I'm all <laughs> for it. But like the twist, it's not like mind bending, you know? right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you're like, oh, well, that makes sense, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not a Twilight Zone episode, but you're like, oh man, I didn't. Oh, he's he's behind it all. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. Awesome. Um, in the number twelve spot, we got. Uh, what was that? <laughs> Nelly, Nelly, I was looking at number twelve. This is going to be a great one for podcasters. <laughs> Urshel, do you have your nurse nearby? <laughs> I do, actually. Okay. Uh, in the number 12 spot, we have Rain of Fire. We gave it an average of 5.9. Ron Tomatoes gave it a 49. And is it deployable? And <laughs> deployable? <laughs> deployable. Is it a deployment movie? And I'm going to have to say aye, aye. Sabrina? Aye, aye. Andy? Aye, aye. Chris? Aye, aye. Herschel? I, I, I say aye, aye, because then you, that, you know, that was the reason you watched it. Nobody, you don't have to be honest and say you sought it out. Yes, I saw it on deployment. Joe? <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, there's three things the movie needs to be deployable. Dragons, <laughs> helicopters, deployable, and horses. Deployable. <laughs> this movie's got all three. Yes. Did you get the, Adam, did you get the jizz in my pants audio for that? <laughs> I need a soundboard. Again, if I'm on the mess decks and I see Matthew McConaughey jump in a dragon's mouth, I'm like, oh, what the fuck is he doing now? <laughs> now I go you know, figure out why. Yeah. <laughs> um. In the number 13 spot, we have Sex Drive. We gave it an average of 5.6. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 58. Is it a deployable? Is it a deployment movie? <laughs> and unfortunately, I'm going to have to say I, I. Sabrina. What's wrong Nay. with you two? Nay. <laughs> Andy. I, I. Chris. I, I. Herschel. I, I. <laughs> Joe. I, I. It has to be because everything you guys uh, explained what a deployment movie was, we were quoting this to each other as we walked, you know, walked around. This might just be a male birthing only (laughs) situation. You know, instead of instead of putting a big 
you know, rubber dick on a donut, somebody probably painted one in someone's rack. <laughs> you know? Yeah, those weren't the kind of pranks that were happening in the, the female birthing. So <laughs> I think this is split. <laughs> All right, moving on to the number 14 spot, we have Final Destination 3. Sorely underrated. We gave it an average of 5.5. Ron Tomatoes gave it a 57. Excuse me. And um, is it a deployment movie? And I'm going to say nay. Sabrina? Aye, aye. Andy? Aye, aye. Chris? Aye, aye. Herschel? Aye, aye. Joe? Yeah, enough smooth brains like the movie. So, yeah, it's an aye, aye. I guess why are you an A? I guess it's all the death scenes, right? All the no, I, just, I mean creative death scenes that make it a deployment movie. Yeah, I don't care about it enough, and none of the scenes last long, but they're all like really colorful. Can I, I say watched something? it for the first time on deployment? <laughs> since <laughs> I uh and nudity. Since this was my pick, <laughs> uh we uh, I, I went back and rewatched the episode. And if you guys go back, we said some pretty funny shit during this episode <laughs> and i told Shoebottom, kevin Shoebottom contacted me last week out of the blue and we talked and i told him we tore him down during this episode so he watched it <laughs> he's like he's like did i do something stupid with a pallet truck that i don't remember and i said we were talking about all the kids and the lows that was given all this responsibility with a fucking forklift and his girlfriend gets killed with a fucking nail gun I said, you just can't have a shoe bottom running around with a fucking pallet. <laughs> He's like, I laughed. He goes, Herschel didn't seem to like your joke about me. I said, no, he probably laughed at you. <laughs> I was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Final Destination 3, just because of the death scenes, you see an Asian girl sliding down a pole, you're watching. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the number 15 spot, we have This Is 40. Uh, we gave it an average of 5.4. Ron Tomatoes gave it a 50. Is this a deployment movie? And I'm going, I'm, I'm thinking back in my 2000 brain, and I'm going to have to say, aye, aye. Sabrina. Aye, aye. Andy. Nay. Chris. Nay. Herschel. Nay. Joe. Paul Rudd. When I see Paul Rudd, I always want to say I, I, but it just would, would not resonate with the 20-somethings in birthing. Nay, 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 nay. <laughs> and all the 40-somethings in the Navy have been divorced already, so I, yeah, yeah, I could see how they everybody... have their spirits beaten out of them. I could see how everybody <laughs> would hate this movie. Okay. Already over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate the movie. But... No. No, no it's not like, a bad movie. If you're it's in your twenty somethings deployed and you're male, especially this, might, this is definitely not your movie. Do get Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably stick around and be like, "What's he gonna do?" And then you'd you'd be oh, like, he's "America's Paul, sweetheart." Like, oh, yeah. thanks, Paul. Sweetheart. Hey, and uh, it it severely is the nepotism that killed this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Leslie Mann and her daughter that the the volume they were at I just watched the cable guy the other night and she was perfectly fine in that <laughs> and Big Daddy don't forget yeah <laughs> and our moving on and our lowest rated movie of the season which is also the Brian first Shane. movie we watched what 
Isn't that the first movie? No, Smoking Aces. No. Smoking Aces. Yeah. Uh, Christine, we gave it an average of 5.3. Ron Tomatoes gave it a 60, 64. Oh. Is this a deployment movie? I'm going to say, I don't know. I think it's cult classic enough to say I, I. Sabrina? Nay. Andy? I guess I would say nay. Chris? I, I. Herschel? I, I mean, I, I, I mean, this is, this is perfect for all those guys that lie about what they have sitting in a garage and no pictures of. It, it's <laughs> um, so I definite I, I. There is that. Yeah. Nope, the cult. And then on top of that, you do, if you do get a couple of guys, like we were lucky enough to have Chris and uh, Herschel there on our <laughs> ship that loved it the 80s and made us appreciate it more than more than we were going to wherever would want so i i'd say yes i watched plenty of movies just like this and i'll say this it shouldn't be the lowest ranked movie this is where i'm telling you that we haven't found our footing yeah, in yeah. rank yeah where it was like we're all over the place but christine because i just watched it last week and i said there's fucking leopard again selling a guy from guard <laughs> when, you know uh when we do our individual stats I'm curious to know of how you would like restructure some of your your ratings. I say we should restructure this list now. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much work. No way. <laughs> um, yeah, we but learned yeah, Christine. A lot from season one, though, so I, I mean, everybody like figured out how to grade and how they want to judge movies. That in comparison to some of the 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 critic score or the audience scores. Uh, to the Rotten Tomatoes there. I mean, some of them were pretty spot on. Yeah. 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 I mean, are we Rotten Tomatoes though, Joe? Do you want to? Well, I mean, I think that uh, Rotten Tomatoes is. You should think be they're fair? Investigated for their Tango and Cash rating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just looking at like discrepancies here where we're, we're like super off. Last Action Here. Last Action Here is a really fun movie. And audiences really would like that if they really, you know, appreciated just. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the I guy, the guy walked out of a carpet a... and wiped himself off with a napkin. I mean, what? What is there not yeah, to love? Hilarious. I, I don't. <laughs> I think with the Rotten Tomatoes, though, you got to go back because you know, Last Action Hero, it bombed when it came out. So yeah. people, people were not expecting that as an Arnold movie. So if you're looking at reviews from back then versus the nostalgia crowd, you know, 15, 20 years later, or whatever it is. I don't know. I, I don't know if that I, I think that has to have and something to do with it. As I, well. I think I picked that movie specifically to get your guys' take on it because it did bomb, yet had the greatest soundtrack I ever bought. You know? <laughs> but it is at least like 30 years. Of course years. we are on like Sex Drive. Yeah, we're pretty good. Yeah, I think Sex Drive's accurate. Well, as you can see, we watched 16 movies and overall, collectively, we we gave our movies a six point six. What what does that say about us? I don't know. That's up to you guys. To I think we're trying to be average. We're trying to be like fair and not hurt people's feelings. I'm like Joe destroyed mine or FD three, Foxtrot Delta three. He gave it that rating. But FD six is coming out, Joe. So get ready. And Sleepaway Camp is coming up at some point because Herschel and myself are going to discuss it. It's going to have to happen. I mean, we all picked something that bombed and we all picked something that did really well, too. So, yeah. What's with you, you and Andy, or Joe and Andy, just dropping off? Well, he sent a chat. 
Uh, it said his Zoom is messed up. I don't see the screen. Going to pop out and back in. Yeah. Here he is. Oh. Yeah, I'm back. Hello. Yeah, it's been it updated and then it's been crashing. So like, yeah. I was surprised it didn't force quit on me earlier. Anyways, now I can see the screen. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> yay! You should have said something. Yeah. Um, I just want to hit some of these subcategories really quickly. And action in order: number one was Tango and Cash. Number two was Drive. Number three was Last Action Hero. Number four was Smoking Aces, and number five was Rain of Fire. And we dropped there. <laughs> that's a little. That's a little inaccurate. Uh-huh. And we get average. We gave the action category an average of a seven, which is yeah. it's still, uh, this is. I think this is going to be our wheelhouse. Yeah, I think we're, <laughs> a lot of testosterone in this room. <laughs> uh, comedy number one was Spaceballs. Number two was Life Aquatic. Number three was Raising Arizona. Number four was Wedding Singer. Number five was Sex Drive. And number six was This Was 40. And we averaged the comedy genre 6.6. I was thinking Wedding Singer should be number two in that, and then the rest would be right. Hmm. I would think. Nah, I just I just don't like that movie at all. I'm just you, well, you, <laughs> you didn't live in the 80s. You only you were born in two thousand two. Yeah, <laughs> I did not live in the eighties. Uh, in the horror genre, we have at number one we have Event Horizon, followed by Train to Busan. Huh. Next is Better Watch Out. And then Final Destination three, and then last is Christine, and we gave the horror genre average of six point two. And with this list, it's completely upside down. I think Better Watch Out should be number two at least. FD three number one, of course. Better, better watch out. I don't, I don't know about all that, but definitely Christine should be higher. <laughs> Christine. And then these these are these are separated by decades. So in the eighties, we had a um, at number one spot was Spaceballs. Number two was Tenga and Cash. Number three was Raising Arizona, and number four was Christine. We gave the eighties genre a six point eight average. In the nineties, let's see how the eighties could be under a ten though. <laughs> In the nineties, number one was Last Action Hero, followed by Event Horizon, and then last was Wedding Singer. We gave the nineties an average of six point nine. 2000s number one was life aquatic number two was smoking aces number three was rain of fire is that right uh followed by (laughs) sex drive (laughs) i want to believe it (laughs) and last was final destination three we gave the 2000s an average of 6.3 and then in the 2010s number one was drive number two was train to busan Number three was Better Watch Out. Uh, number four was This Is 40. And we gave the 2010s a collective 6.5. I'm going to watch Better Watch Out again. I think me and my daughter watched that one together. And we both liked it. So now these are our individual stats. Uh, I'm going to start off with myself. Are you going to go through all of them? No. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, my top three were... Tra- uh, the season one was... Train to Busan, Smoking Aces, and Drive. 
my bottom three was Reign of Fire, This Is 40, and Sex Drive. Out of all the movie, out of the 16 movies, I collectively averaged out, or collectively, I averaged out to giving these movies an average rating of 6.7. And I think the list is pretty spot on for me. I might got a lot of sixes though. I might would yeah. like to um give Rain of Fire a little bit higher score. <laughs> you know, Adam, if if Adam, and Event if Horizon, even... I think I like Event Horizon more than like I keep thinking about it, and I think I would bump Event Horizon up a little bit more. I think if Matthew McConaughey would have lived, like if he would have shown up at the end, like kind of crispy looking, go, I just jumped through that motherfucker's gills or something, <laughs> you know, and came back, it probably, I would have gave it a 10 maybe. <laughs> um, but other than that, I, I feel like my list is spot on for what how I rank the movies. Who's next? Next, we have Sabrina. Oh. Sabrina's top three movies of season one is number one space balls which she does <laughs> <That's> <laughs> number biased. two is last action hero okay she's doing good and then number mm-hmm. three is life aquatic her bottom three are christine wedding singer and sex drive so oh, now you can tell that she's a woman who was born after 1990 with that, that <laughs> she was born in 1988 okay um she doesn't understand like the the van halen joke He's like, no. take off my Van Halen t-shirt before you curse the band and they break up. <laughs> they broke I, up that year. I get it. She doesn't appreciate the brilliance of Billy Idol relaunching <laughs> right. his career oh based on that movie. I used to do my hair like Billy Idol when I was like eight. <laughs> Herschel, just... tell, your, tell your story about the Rebel Yell album with your mom. She heard you singing and dancing she... to it. She heard me singing Flesh for Fantasy and, and thought, oh. oh, my God, what is my son doing? I think she, she couldn't believe it. Here, I'm going to talk about my list, guys. Shush. I think <laughs> that I was too conservative because I didn't rate anything higher than eight. And that was just the one movie. And most of my <laughs> movies, I feel like I wanted to be a little bit more judgy on these than I needed to be but I do think it's pretty accurate especially for those last three all like my bottom my bottom four they're definitely my bottom four (laughs) so do you think you think next season you're going to go lower you're going to be more tough on your rankings I think I can loosen up and give a couple higher ratings is what I'm saying. Yeah, your bottom four is ridiculous. <laughs> My bottom four is right is where terrible. it should be. I do like the way that there's one Andy in her top three and two Andys in her top four and one Chris in her top three and also two Chris's in her bottom four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I so think people usually really over. like me or they hate me. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I've uh, mostly decided that Andy's probably my closest movie enemy. (laughs) (laughs) If I were to have a movie enemy, it's probably Andy. Um, And Chris just, just chooses to be my enemy on his So like he, he doesn't, he just elects to do that. So I don't, and I can't tell you why, because he doesn't, he's afraid to be loved. I'm not sure. (laughs) All right. This is in a therapy session. (laughs) Holy shit. Joe. Tell them we live the bachelor life. Tell her. <laughs> All right. Next up, next up. <laughs> next up, we got Joe. 
Give it another a three. Fucking, another fucking bias. All right, Joe, you pick your own Joe, fucking movie. Joe's <laughs> top three is Raising Arizona, Tango and Cash, and Drive. <laughs> Wait, he picked all three of those? No, no. Those are his top three movies. Yeah. I know. Movies but didn't I think Adam picked Tango. Uh, he, yeah, you've, uh, his bottom three movies are Christine, Sex Drive, and Final Destination 3. <laughs> and this is why Joe's my movie buddy. And Joe, <laughs> Joe averaged out of to 6.3 that's terrible uh, joe I, I i wish i was i wish i was uh, a little bit more mean uh better watch out shouldn't be number number four on that list uh <laughs> last action here should probably be three or four on that well list. these are all the same it's not yeah. number four it's, right um, oh yeah good so, point i, I think you're I right sex drive was a lower score now that i'm staring at it and uh Trying to songs better than better than a six. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do better, fellas. <laughs> I'm surprised the one that you had to change your underwear for is in the middle of the pack over there with the dragons and shit <laughs> and horses and helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris, Chris's top three is Tango and Cash, Wedding Singer. And last action heroes slash space balls. His bottom yeah. his bottom 17. He hates movies, apparently. No, no, no. <laughs> Final Destination 3, Rain of Fire. This is 40. Uh, I don't know if you want to throw any. Should have gave this as 40 a 40. <laughs> it was right there in front of me. 4.0 sailor. Yeah. And then uh Chris, he averaged out to 6.6. Uh, that's, that's you know, like, can I do six point six six? How's your list look to you? I realize I need to uh, I need to keep track of what I'm picking and what I'm giving the other movies because some of those should have been higher than others. I think they're right. Um, I think Spaceball should have been higher. Maybe I maybe should have went eight or eight point five with Spaceballs. Uh, I'm still waiting to get that 10 movie out there, though. Everything else, it just looks like I just said sixes for a little bit there. Smoke and Aces, Sex Drive. And I, I'm gonna, I watched Sex Drive the other night when I went to bed. <laughs> it was on. It was on Cinemax, you know, and I didn't want to watch uh, Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> so... <laughs> you spell her right, here's her skill Oops. they know who i am yeah uh herschel's top three is raising arizona christine and train to busan his bottom three are final destination three reign of fire and sex drive i, I mean uh, he averaged out to a 7.1 you also missed one two three four i, I missed a few movies. yeah yeah i missed a few i'm a flake uh, I don't know. I, I I think that's probably right where they need to be. Uh, Last Action Hero isn't on there for me. Oh, I did miss that one, didn't I? Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's fair. I put Raising Arizona pretty high up there. When did you come in? Because it looks like you missed the first three movies. So the first one I did was Christine, Christine, but then there were several when I was out in Indiana. I just, I totally missed, man. 
So, yeah. And then finally, we got Andy. Andy, yep. uh, <clears throat> I don't know what to say. And there, there's no middle ground with Andy. He either loves the movie or he hates right. <laughs> Your bottom three are Final Destination 3. This is 40 and Blighter Watch Out. Your top three are Spaceballs. And Andy, pick two. Two more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, Life Aquatic would go up in the top three, I'd say. And then uh, probably Last Action Hero, I guess. You know, that makes sense for top three there I, I i think i would flip uh this is 40 and better watch out you know like better watch out more than i like this is 40 i didn't realize <laughs> you took it that low yeah yeah wow uh, blooded hold you he's my movie enemy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we come together it's gonna be a the most amazing movie <laughs> um, but uh, there you have it, all in one one page. You could see, you could kind of see a, a picture of where we're at. We enjoy action movies. I think before in nineties do... action movies, I think that's our exactly our wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. I think we should probably. It'd be good oh, to see a... this stuff so that we can compare and know what we've judged other movies because like like you forgot like andy said you forgot that he judged 4.5 for better watch out and wished he'd judge it lower because but i kind of like get the way we've been doing it because it's, it tells that's what yeah, it's, a, it's in the moment yeah, yeah. which yeah. is good but when you look back at it you're like oh i overall i enjoyed this one better than that one yeah not saying much i think i'll change the way i pick movies I've been picking, like I pick, say I pick Last Action Hero because everybody said it sucked, and I thoroughly enjoy it. Like critics say, oh, I and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Final Destination Three, I wanted a fun horror movie, and then I thought doing a sequel would be funny. Um, I didn't pick Rocky. I didn't pick Rocky Five. Joe acts like I picked Rocky Five. Um, <laughs> he treated me. He treated me like I picked Rocky Five but uh <laughs> and it was a sex drive i just did that one because i know it was a deployment movie that we all quoted and laughed about and i just wanted to see how you guys thought of it since it's off the beaten path like i didn't want to watch a sandler or a feral movie because those are on tv every fucking day so i just picked that one i said it's not on tv all the time and then it had amish people in it too so i thought it would strike andy you know since he grew up in that area <laughs> of shakers and Amish. I wanted his uh, culture to be represented. I like the reasoning behind you picking sex drivers. It, it was well thought out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every yeah. other movie you can watch on TBS five times this week. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see that? Like the did you notice the brother, the little brother's head though? How huge it was. It's just and sex drive. He just the toothpick oh. holding up his fucking head. Holy crap. You guys ready to move on to dread? <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Why are you guys I laughing? Have, I did have if, if if we did drop the Carl Urban thing for the next season, which I don't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not advocating for or against the Carl Urban slice, but I think that we would all have to maybe 
get together and figure out a new actor that would take that slice. Yeah. I kind of said I'm, I'm open to changing it. Like I think it, you know, worked out. And then we have to find you have to find like that actor that has a, another wide breadth of work that's not necessarily leading man, you know, but the um I think what what I like Paul about Giamatti that, type, you know, like what I like about an actor the, kind of thing, you know. Harry Pepper. Yeah. The what other I like about backup. the uh, Carl yeah. Urban classics is that we organically started talking yeah. about Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah. If somebody else comes up, then maybe that's an option. But so far, mm-hmm. I feel like, because I've discovered some really fun Carl Urban movies that I think would be very worthy of your attention, not just Dread, because I got all way them. too <laughs> involved. I went into research mode. I went and watched the uh... <laughs> What was that other one that he was in? Uh, red. No, not red. Um, <laughs> the where he was an Indian. Do all of his movies rhyme? You guys watch Pathfinder? Is that no. what it was? Is where he's like a he's an abandoned Viking boy who's raised by Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, that is it's like right. the weirdest movie. It is weird, <laughs> but I kind of enjoyed it. Well, let's it let's so get into dread. Okay. Yeah. So, um, oh my god, I made us masks. There you go. Can you see through that? No, you can't see. I'm not gonna do the uh, (laughs) the voice. What do you guys think of dread? I am the law. I think it should have been spelled D D R E A D. Uh, (laughs) I uh. I was highly disappointed. What? What? Compared to Sylvester Stallone. Oh my god! I knew that was coming. <laughs> I don't have anything. I didn't ever watch that one, so I don't have anything compared Everybody to. It. This feels pretty great. Thirteen seconds on their uh, on their wind. How long does it take for Chris to shit on this? It's, it's not Stallone. <laughs> who, who got the? Uh, who won was the? That pop? A, was that an over under bet? Yes, uh, I think so. No, I enjoy. I, I I think they can make a series of these movies, and they can be great. You know what I hated about this? I, I like the movie, actually. Um, what I hate about it was that it was just this one case and this one fucking ratty building, which, and I want to tell you the truth, uh, just based on my the movies I've watched that are based in South Africa, this is what I think South Africa looks like. <laughs> this is like, what is that? what's that other one with Charlton Copley and District 9 and all that shit? District, I think yeah, South District Africa 9. looks like all this bullshit that I see on Dread. They're just that one... Yeah, what apartment building, you know? Well, whatever the hell it was. I thought maybe there should have been like a series of uh, cases that he goes to with this rookie. And then maybe this would have been the crescendo. Everything would lead to this building. But no, they're just like stuck in that building the whole time. Well, it wasn't. I like the I'm sorry. I wanted it to be a little more variety. I... I think with the one building thing, you know, I don't know how many of you read the comic books and whatnot. Um, that was the whole point. I mean, it was mega city and you had a block and you know, you lived your entire life in the block. Like that. Yeah, was you it. didn't have to leave. Yeah. The block you're, unless you're, Hospitals there, schools there, work there, yeah. live there. And that was the whole point. And that was yeah. because everything had gotten so huge, there was no need to go anywhere. So the whole, yeah 
concept of block war and trying to control the block, you're actually almost in control of a city. Mm -hmm. So that that's kind of the point, not to shit on your point, but I'm going to shit on your point. <laughs> no, I don't. And, I don't read comic books. Uh, well, I don't anymore. But uh, back then I did, and I thought they were great. So. so I think that block. So like you should be assigned that's your own block. So then everybody should know that they're cop, they're judge, or whatever in that block. And there should be better community policing. And I don't think the <laughs> fucking, I don't think the uh, the villain in this movie was very scary to me. Like her name is Mama Mama. And I was like, oh, God, she's <laughs> ruling the whole block. This woman here. Lena Headey drugs. scary to me. I think she's hot. <laughs> I was like, can we get a better name for her, maybe? I mean, we get Judge fucking Dredd, and then we got, he's going against Mom Mall. <laughs> Didn't she have a story about her name, though? Well, let me tell you, uh, no. and I tell you, I'm a big Olivia Thurlby fan. And, uh, I'll watch the movie just because of her. <laughs> you should put on Juno or this movie and I'll watch. I've seen this movie three times now, I think. And uh, I just think, I think we should have seen Carl Urban's face. No, that goes yeah. against the whole comic book thing, man. Yeah, that was, that was one of the number things. one reason why Stallone's yeah. was bad. No, I'll tell you what, it's Chris. horseshit because I bet you the inside of that helmet fucking reeks. You know? Unless, is there some self-cleaner in there? That I does bring what. up a point, though, for me. Like dead mouse that I would have loved to have learned more about the Dread world. Like, you had to learn about the Dread, like, Dread's world through the rookie and through this one event where I would have really appreciated, like, learning about the kinds of day-to-day -day stuff that he always does. But you get that little bit of it right in the, right in the beginning because they open with the action. Right. But I, I would have appreciated a little bit more story on his part. Judge Academy. Him. I think not even all the way back to the Academy, but I would have just liked to seen him on his in single action badass mode. I think with this one though, I mean that they did a great job of following the way the comic book went. Yeah. He didn't have a backstory. He was just the biggest, baddest street judge there was, and that's it. Yeah. And well, and they went with that. And I know you guys are all slobbing over Urban, but I mean, he did a fantastic job. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't I think, think it wasn't. A good, I liked this movie a lot. I did. I will give it. you this, Chris. Uh, Stallone's uniform was way closer to what they had in the comic book. I felt like Urban's, Urban's helmet was too big. Eh, yeah. yeah, I did like the uniforms better in the first one. Like I said, that's straight out of the comic book. And, you know, that's it, Diane Lane had a lot to do with that for you, I'm sure. I'll tell you what, Olivia Thurlby, Diane Lane, uh, shit, you know, Amanda Crew, of course, you see my movie pics. But things I did write, I really liked the, it was a good opening. I liked the hot shot. I think we need that weapon here. <laughs> um, I think we need that type of policing, that justice system right now in this country. Um <laughs> And I wish Carl Urban would have just used his regular voice. I wanted to hear an accent. I feel like at times, oh, his his Australian speaks out a little more. Uh, I think his accent would have fit better in this type of environment instead of the whole gruff. Uh, maybe it was closer to the comic book. They didn't have Australian judges, but 
It's a movie. What what and I like about yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I did and did not like the slow motion. No. I thought it fit, but then I was starting to say, holy fuck, is this turning into a Michael Bay? What's <laughs> happening? You know? Like it at times it did go on a little long. Like I get the point. Now fall already. Yeah. I, know, um, I thought it was used cleverly, like that was a, a good element to add to the visual and special effects. Like it was creative use of like the slow motion, you know, was peppered in kind of probably just enough, really maybe borderline too much, but I think overall it was used appropriately and at the right kind of impactful moments, you know, like the, Oh, well push him over the edge and have him fall a hundred stories to his death on slow-mo, you know? Yeah. What, what I liked about this movie was that, um, like I'm not saying like there's any groundbreaking stuff going on, but like they had a story to tell and they told it. There wasn't a whole lot of filler, whatever you want consider filler. Yeah. It wasn't bogged down by like a weird like love story or B B story going yeah. on. Like there wasn't any, it was just straight up to the point. Yeah. To the point. Things happen, cool stuff happened, gruesome deaths. Good guys win at the end. I don't want to uh, advocate for like drug use or anything, but if there was drugs on the street right now that acted like slow-mo, <clears throat> I think that everybody would be taking those damn things. That shit was amazing. Could you imagine taking a bath? I mean, I saw a mama do it. <laughs> and I was like, that'd be strange. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of, I mean, you know, don't do drugs, kids, unless they slow down time. I don't know. It looks kind of like how people describe, like, like if you do mushrooms, you can like kind of see like things shimmer and that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like everything, like everything, everyone, when thing, when you, if you slap the table, then you'll kind of like see the vibrations of the table and stuff like that. So that's what I imagined it was like. Yeah, every time I've watched the movie, I'm always like, that is, that th- that thing would spread like friggin' wildfire. It's <laughs> going should, crazy for uh, that. Maybe microdose some mushrooms. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's invent slow mo. I don't, I mean, yeah, it's, it, I don't know. I thought that was, I thought that was like one of the coolest things that, you know, how to kill somebody and, you know, show a message. Yeah, hit him with that slow mo. So it seems like he's fallen for a month. <laughs> that that was that was a pretty she, she was ruthless she doesn't have to be scary because she's an imposing force chris she's Mama. scary because she'll have she'll has no problem getting you skinned alive or putting your fingers in your eyeballs or biting a john's penis off so, yeah but I, if i knew she lived in my block i'm going to become a little more dangerous than she is that's her whole thing she's living off a of reputation if i go out there and skin a couple of motherfuckers then she's going to have a fucking rival in the block. Yeah, but and I, I can beat up with... a girl, Joe. I can beat up a girl. I know that. And oh, since God. I live in California, there's no okay. such thing as genders anymore. But if you're dealing with an oppressed people who don't have the ability to stand up and do those kinds of things, then you're just going to accept that the your overlords mm. that you have. Otherwise, it's called block war. <laughs> also, I love this movie. It was great awesome it, is it was good. straightforward Straight, i liked yeah. it 
it was action from the, I like the, the jumping straight into the action. You know exactly the world that you're in. Once you're in it, there's nothing else to consider. Um, it was flashy, but not so flashy that I was like, okay, stop it. Um, and you had your bad guy, you had your good guys. You, it was straightforward, like a, like, like you were reading a comic book or playing a video game. So I like it. It it had a mission and it accomplished it. I liked it enough that I wanted more story is what I meant by earlier. Like I liked it enough that I could do more story or I could do a sequel or whatever. I want to know what happens next. I want to know what happens before. I want to know about these other blocks and the other block wars. Like, so I think that's a good movie. It was a movie that kind of was a flop in in its own way. Like they were expecting the movie. It made enough money. It made its budget back or whatever, but like they were expecting it to be more popular and successful. And then when it didn't, make the money in the box office they kind of sidelined the initial um sequel plans they had for it but then there was like resurrection once it hit home release like it was kind of like an instant cult classic like so many people bought it and um it like had like a whole second life and then they were talking that they were gonna potentially do the you know there was enough from the home sales so to speak to give it the sequel runs and expand it and make it a cinematic universe or whatever, you know, franchise it out. But uh, I don't know whatever exactly happened there with that, but. I, I, I don't either. I know urban said he was down to do it again. He, yeah. I, I know he said he was all for it. Um, but yeah, it, it, they, they definitely need to do more yeah. for sure. Let's go into some ratings. Uh, oh, do, uh, like a like a Netflix show or something uh, about Mega, maybe even called like Mega City One or something, uh, where it might not have been so much Judge Dredd or whatever, but more like Mega City Stories. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was something they had talked about before, maybe. and uh, and then I think that I, I mean, they, keep in mind this movie's been out since when when was uh, two thousand thirteen, I think. 12 or 13. 13. So, I mean, it's been out for 10, 10, 11 years now. So, I mean, like, I was, I was late to the party to see this movie. Uh, It came out in the theaters and I I didn't pay any mind to it. Then it had been out in for a rental or whatever for like a year before I jumped, before I watched it. And I only heard about it because people on the internet were talking about how crazy this movie is. So I watched, so I was late to the party, but as soon as it came out, I was like, damn, dude, they should already be, as soon as I saw it, I was like, they should already be talking about sequels or something. And I want to say that I like buzz on the internet and it could all be bullshit. You know I mean? It's, you know, you see some guy from some guy's Twitter page or something and it, oh yeah, that sounds like a reliable source, <laughs> you know, but it was like, I, I'd heard like uh, a mega city stories kind of a deal. Uh, and I'd heard of uh, uh, a, like, a, like a m- multiple episode like season of uh of judge dread and then um i'd also heard just a sequel to the movie and i believe that i, th- I think they're like a sequel's like kind of on their minds on a, a, for a movie not like a show or anything but i think they're talking about doing a movie about this i don't think it's been shelved as a never gonna happen yeah it's just kind of a waiting for the uh, the dude that the did, right this, did, did dread like i think he's been busy 
doing other yeah. stuff. And Carl Urban kind of what then he hit the Star Trek circuit and a few other things kind of came up yeah. shortly after. So it's possible partly that Star Trek he wasn't available as much as they needed him to be too. But I think we're just kind of waiting it out on uh I didn't know. I, I thought Chris uh, would really appreciate the amount of like thugs in the movie, like the nameless, <laughs> name tagless bad guys. There was uh, quite the array of characters in it. That one like black dude had that really weird, like long, like almost like a wig haircut. I don't know <laughs> what that thing was. That thing creeped me out. Uh, the Mexican dude at the beginning that was like, this, you know, so it, like he was kind of a character. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as cool as the Asian dude like stealing a, a, a crunch bar on. Uh, <laughs> die hard, but, uh. you know. Uh, but they there was a quite, I, I, I caught myself checking out those dudes quite a bit, seeing who's in the background, what kind of faces they were making, <laughs> possible <the> henchmen. <clears throat> in yeah, that's another clothes. thing. I liked uh, I, I, it was like Wood Harris as their prisoner, I didn't really like him. Um, I, I'd prefer Rob Schneider as the prisoner. Um, like Adam would got Deuce Bigelow Dreads prisoner. Um yeah, Wood Harris, I don't know what happened to him. You know, he had a promising football career after Remember the Titans, and he ends up doing selling slow-mo and shit for Mama, you know. <laughs> Hard time. But I like the movie. I, I think I'd prefer different scenery though. If the if they if they stayed so true to the comic book, then the comic book idea is not that great to me. Like <laughs> All right, let's do some ratings then. Um, I'll I'll start it off. Like this past year, I've been like creating crafting a list of like perfect movies, movies that I think are just perfect from beginning to end. Movies like a uh, RoboCop, Commando, <laughs> Tombstone, Tremors. <laughs> it's hard to take you seriously sometimes. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I know. And I think I'm... Uh, when he said commando, that's when I started. Okay, he's not serious. <laughs> and I think I want to add Dread to my perfect movies list. I think, like I said, Front to Back is a great movie. There's no like weird, sappy love story that I got to sit through and, and none of that stuff. There's no feelings. <laughs> uh, with that being said, I will give this movie... 9.5 Dixie oh, Cups. Wow. Oh, so it's promotable, you're saying. Strong out of the gate. Early promote. <laughs> early promote, huh? Sabrina. Early promote for a year. Must promote. Um, must promote. I really like this movie. I thought the format was cool. Like, I already went on my little spiel. Like, the action was fun. They're was basically the two stories and it was the rookie and then taking down the bad guy and those went hand in hand so um mission accomplished it i think it was probably oh i don't know i'm gonna give it a whole eight dixie cups because i would watch it again it's not ridiculously offensive to any of the gen z people i work with so i think i could <laughs> recommend it to them and they would also enjoy it as well as the older crowd so eight andy oh yeah. what, what's your eval rating 
Oh, we're doing it now? <laughs> trying it out. You know, it's a test run. <laughs> uh, I give it a promote. Must promote. MP. Andy. Yeah. Um, been a fan. You know, I was uh, definitely looking forward to it all season. Oh, I was definitely. <laughs> you know, so it, it made sense that it was the uh, Super Bowl of season one. Um. You know, I went out and had to go secure my physical copy because I still like to do that by streaming it somewhere. Um, it wasn't as many of the special features, but I was watching some of it before we got on here today. Um, you know, it's yeah, it's definitely that cool world that you want more of because of how well it's done. And I was also kind of thinking how, like, when you look at the for lack of terms like lesser comic book movies the judge the judge dread the blade series and stuff like that where it's not like the triple a marvel dc universe titles like they seem to have more true to the story kind of uh feels and you know capture more of the authenticity of the original ip which is cool um so i'm gonna give it a I give it a nine. Nice. So it's early, early promote, must promote, whatever's that top thing. I don't know. I was, I was a three hour sailor, sailor because I failed eleven PRTs. So oh, <laughs> he's like, I never really got one of those. Uh, EP is the the best. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, Chris. All right. I did like this movie. Like I said, I don't like the scenery. Think the villain needs to be better and i i don't i didn't know this was a comic book and i hate fucking comic book movies why because comic book nerds fucking argue about how close it stayed to the fucking story of the fucking comic book make a good goddamn movie and shut the fuck up the comic book fucking nerds who argue about how close it sticks to the comic book are the reason we have 14 fucking spider-men <laughs> well that's more of a sony licensing issue. like it, it is Actually, is Aunt is Aunt May an old woman or is it Marissa Tomei? You know, pick one. <laughs> but no, it's like hell. I want to see sequels of this movie. I want to see him like fucking something happens and they Judge Dread uh, go back in time or something. <laughs> you know, let's do a Back to the Future Judge Dread uh, crossover. <laughs> you know, it's like the same argument. I have people every time I say I like a movie, they fucking say, "Oh, the book is better." I don't give a shit about the book. Nah. I don't want to fucking read. You gotta exactly. judge them different. I I agree. No, you gotta judge them different. I, I, Book versus I like the movie. movie. Awesome fucking weapons. You give me awesome weapons. You give me Olivia Thurlby. Although we couldn't date if she can read what the fuck I'm thinking. I'd be in <laughs> HR all the time if I was Judge Dredd, and she was my fucking partner. <laughs> oh no. Uh, he keeps thinking these things about me. I was like, yeah, she can't prove that. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, hell, man, what? What am I supposed to think? I got hot Olivia Thurlby over here, who was in a few of my favorite movies, but uh, I like it. I will give it an eight. I want to see sequels. I want to see different things done. Um, <laughs> I don't give a fuck if they do anything that has to do with a comic book. Make me a Judge Dredd movie. He puts a hot shot in somebody's asshole, and I get to see that. That would be fun. And yeah, it's a must promote for me. It's an eight. Herschel. Yes. So um, I really like this a lot. As uh, 
as one of the comic book nerds that read this back in the late 80s, uh, I was looking for this movie since I saw RoboCop because that kind of had a lot of the Judge Dredd stuff in it without being Judge Dredd. As someone who was, and I'm going to have to come at you a little bit on that, Chris, you didn't know it was a comic book. That's how the Sylvester Stallone one starts. All the <laughs> comic books are falling down during yeah, the, uh, the opening credits, man. I don't but think anyway, uh, someone who was entertained but disappointed with the 95 Judge Dredd, this movie's great, man. There's there's so many elements uh, from that world, and they made a great movie out of it. They made a great movie that lasted one day, you know, training day. You make everything happen all at one time. It's got to go. There's no time to screw around. Um, fantastic. There needs to be sequels. I think movie sequels, because if we do the Netflix thing, which sounds good, I, I don't know. I just, I see yeah. like uh, you're going to wind up with a bunch of side stuff and, and it just won't be as good. Uh, in any event, great movie. Um, 8.5, I would say. So did we decide? Is that MP, EP? Where's that? Oh, oh that's MP. That's I think MP? it's whatever you want. <laughs> there you go. We'll call it EP then because uh, it needs to be. Yeah, if we all want sequels of it, then yeah, EP. There you go. See, she gets it. I get it. She can't even see it. Can't see it. <laughs> Joe. I'll figure out the glasses later. Feed me more. Feed me more dread. I love this movie. Absolutely. I Awesome. Start, finish, all the action, all the uh, adventure. I love the... Uh, <laughs> I like... Um, <laughs> I've said it before. I, I enjoy this in my pants. I enjoy a movie that like <laughs> a character will wear a mask or something the entire friggin' time and not take it off because it's, you know, well, it's my brand, you know, like we get it, yank, yank, yank. But looking at you, <laughs> Mandalorian. I am, I am looking at Mandalorian. Like that shit, like you know, you know the rules getting into it. And it, I, okay, maybe it is being a little like comic book like butthole about it or something, but you know, like judges wear masks. They got, you know, and, and I, okay, Thurlby, you don't need to wear a mask because you're a, you're a psychic. Okay. It interferes Just, with their powers. I get it. Well, maybe yeah. get different powers then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different powers. More like psycho. Yeah. <laughs> well, if she didn't have uh, those powers, she wouldn't be able to be a judge. Well, there you go. Okay, sorry. All, all sorry, in Jeff. one day, all in the same building, you know, just, just a, a, a just by by chance they go to the peach trees you know i i love it i think it's a great movie everything about it's awesome i am going to give it i should i should give it a 10 is what i should do but i'm yeah. I, i'm holding that out for like something really special fellas. something magical yeah i was just yeah, saying <laughs> so with that being said i mean i can't this is a mythical this is a nine 10. And a half it's a 9.5 the this unicorn is, <laughs> Listen, this isn't even an early promote. This guy's going straight from busting chain, busting rust on chains to steering the ship. The captain. This thing is <laughs> is to the, the top. captain does? To the top. Make him an LDO. Last, yeah. but, not, last but not least, is this a deployment mm -hmm. movie? I'm going to say I, I, Sabrina. I, I. Andy. I, I. Chris. I, I. Herschel. I, I. Yo, I, 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 probably our uh, highest, sir. highest rated movie. Mm -hmm. 
That's yeah, got to be right up there with Maverick. Yeah. Maverick is good. I love Maverick. Maverick is a great awesome. movie. Yeah. Well, that that's it for season one, you guys. I hope you guys had a good time. I definitely enjoyed meeting up with you guys once a month to discuss our favorite movies. Uh, you can find all the episodes and all our discussions <clears throat> on YouTube. Just search for Semen on Film. Um, head over there, give us a follow, drop some likes, tell your friends. You guys got anything before we head out? I guess what? Check our the Average GI Joe podcast Facebook for updates or whatever an announcement for season two to kick off for this show and uh, what we'll be watching. Yep. So. Cool. With that being said, uh, say good night, everybody. Good night, night everybody. Good night. <laughs>